0: Sophie, and you're listening to We Can Relate. Today, we'll be talking to Jihan. Introduce yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Jihan Mohit. Um, I'm 17 years old. I'm from Bangladesh. Um, I was born in Bangladesh, but I grew up in the U.S. Yeah. Where? In New York. Period. I thought it was my screen. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't know that you lived in New York.
0: This
1: is a shock. <laughs> Did you like it there? Yeah, I mean, I was only there until I was like 6 years old, so I don't remember that much, but uh-huh. it was nice to there.
0: All right, so as women of color, who have been, I mean, you went to the US and I know that place is brutal. But so <laughs> you are only there till you were 6 years old, so maybe you didn't experience it from there, but um as women of color in general and people of color, we've definitely heard the phrase being whitewashed. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. The way that phrase really gets on my last nerve. when it's directed towards me. So today I thought I would talk to you about it so we can share our own experiences and hopefully maybe if other teenagers, um, teenagers of color or just teenagers who are white, but who don't understand the implication of just throwing words around that they don't understand can you know, hear our own perspective. Obviously, this is only our opinions and our experiences. We're not generalizing to every single person. Maybe some person out there does think they're whitewashed. Really don't care. That has nothing to do with me or you. <laughs> but we're just giving our own experiences because this is my podcast. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, so question number one, what does being whitewashed mean to you?
1: So to me, it basically means that like a person who was born in say like a non-white country um grew up somewhere else and adopted you know mannerisms clothing style other behaviors of say like a white culture Mm -hmm. and yeah
0: right um that's basically the premise of it uh for me whitewashed whenever i heard it before i mean i know the meaning of it in both terms whenever i heard whitewashed i always thought of it as like a um as like a entertainment industry thing. And you even asked me that before we, before we started the podcast, you asked me like, what definition of whitewash? Cause it's really good. Like I, that's, I think it's really important to like point out that some people really don't know what certain words mean. It's just fun to throw them around to see how it stings, you know, but, um, or see how people receive it. But when I heard whitewash, I always thought it was like, um, like gentrifying things. Like, oh, this is, you know, like, the um, Middle Eastern thing, this is a Black person thing, then an Asian thing, and then a white person comes, like, anime, you know? A lot of people, like, have accused white people of whitewashing anime and kind of, like, turning it... You know the white girls who dress up like anime characters or dress up like Asian people, and people are like, yeah, you're whitewashing it. I always thought that's what it meant, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because when I, like, I searched it up just to, like, make sure, and, like, the first thing that came up was when, um, like, in the entertainment industry, characters Mm -hmm. are meant to be like a non-white character Mm -hmm. were played by like white actors and actresses that's what came up yeah and not really the definition that we're going to be talking about today so i think people can definitely get it confused
0: Mm -hmm. i think people definitely can um whenever i mean both definitions and both scenarios definitely Mm -hmm. anger me (laughs) um because i feel like people are kind of devalorizing something not that being white is Innate, not not that being white is bad like innately bad yeah no. we're not saying that at all um so like when you hear oh it's like what's the what's wrong with being white i'm not saying that i'm just saying when a person of color has something that is special to them and you turn around and you're like well not anymore <laughs> we're gonna make it our thing now it's like God damn really i mean all right like i like to share but share and it's
1: not thing to completely take it over, you know? It's a really big issue. there have been a lot of cases I've seen on social media, like, white girls, like, dressing up as, you know, Asians. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between, like, appreciating a culture and, like, taking over it, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, cultural
0: appropriation obviously has a big part of it. Um, Yeah. I guess it's the premise, the basic, the root, whitewashing cultural appropriation do you think it's a thing though being like culture appropriating
1: yeah i think it is a thing because again there's a difference between appreciating a culture and Mm -hmm. appropriating it Mm -hmm. you know a lot you know all over like tiktok people get called out for it all the time so i think it's a big issue and it like definitely has to be spoken upon to like prevent other people from doing it because i know that some people do it like unintentionally but other people will do it intentionally you know
0: yeah yeah, and my issue with that is that, um, going back to our topic is that when a person of color has something that they're doing, it's like deemed as wrong or like um for black black women it's like ghetto or it's annoying, mm-hmm. you know, but then when a white person does it, it's like, oh my god,
1: that's so yeah. cool They're yeah. <laughs> yeah. magnificent. It's like like a white girl will do something that like a black girl is like shamed for, but the white mm-hmm. girl is oh, go queen,
0: go queen. And so when, in terms of whitewashing, I think that's one of the biggest issues. It's like um, a culture can't stand on its own and be valorized by by itself without like Eurocentric, um, like, or white women coming or like white people coming in and being like, all right, we're gonna make it our thing. Then everybody's like, oh my God, you know, like same thing. A lot of like um, arguments about like the anime thing, was that like, nobody really was interested in anime when it was just like, when it was mainly for Asian people and like um, celebrated by Asian people. And then like, everybody started being like, oh my God, that's amazing. When white women started like um, mm-hmm. cosplay and stuff of like that. And like when white women started like popularizing it in America and stuff, everybody was like, oh my God, now everybody watches anime. And it was like, like, I'm not general, like I'm not saying this is for everybody, the case for everybody, but a lot of people talked about this even you can find these top type of videos on tiktok where people are like yeah you know nobody really liked anime until the white girl started watching it yeah
1: yeah i've definitely seen that like it wasn't accepted until like all the white people started doing it and then Mm -hmm. people were like oh i guess it's cool now
0: yeah yeah so that's just our hot take on that (laughs) um do you think somebody can be whitewashed
1: though so when when we talk about that so for me like i would say i'm whitewashed because i don't really like you know act like a typical like traditional bengali person of my age and i fit more into like western standards just because i grew up here i didn't i never really like grew up in bangladesh i was in new york until i was six i lived in bangladesh for two years and then went back to maryland for like two three years and then denmark like five years you know so i've never really had like the full experience of my own culture, so I'd say like I'm whitewashed in that sense. I like fit more like of the Western culture r- rather than my own.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn, sis so was really around the globe. <laughs> <laughs> she really went. She yeah. went all over the place, that, and she only seventeen, and she's already you know, all around the world. Um, I personally, in my own, I'd say I don't think i'm my washed maybe i mean i wouldn't say i act like a cameronian uh, woman mm-hmm. um but also at the same time god forbid me i do not act like a white woman either so <laughs> yeah you know you think what? you're like what well continue continue
1: um my mom was like uh like facetiming her sisters and like every time she turns the camera to me they're always like oh my god she looks like such a bideshi which means like american or like foreigner and i'm like is that a compliment <laughs> i don't know i like i don't know how to feel about it honestly yeah because i still maintain my own culture but it's so hard when i like don't have any bengali family here and i've never like properly lived there for a long period of time
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm like i can 100 percent relate to that do you feel like you have to fight more for your like your culture or your um your like primal identity when, because you're kind of in this limbo area, do you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of like push people like, yes, I am Bengali, like don't play with me. Like I know what I am.
1: (laughs) For sure, like whenever, you know, when I come to a new school, everyone's like, you have to introduce yourself, like, where are you from? And I'm like, I feel American, but I'm not, you know, I was born Mm -hmm. in Bangladesh, parents, like my whole family's Bangladeshi. And when I'm there, I don't visit there often, but when I do, I want to, like, you know, I speak fluent Bengali. You know. I want to make sure that, like, people know that I still, you know, I didn't, like, forget about my culture. Yeah. Yeah. Here as well, I, like, you know, I used to be, like, ashamed of being from from, from Bangladesh because in the media, like, they portray it so badly and, like, you know, but now I'm just, like, I want to, like, make sure people know, like, I'm American. I'm from Bangladesh. Like, that's, that's my home, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to point out to the people who are listening to this, an important aha moment that Jihan has already pointed out, is that um, like, for people of color, we really need to be aware of the parts of our culture that we maintain, you know, especially if you're not living in that culture all the time. It's so especially if you're third generation, um, like a third culture kid, it's so, so hard to maintain your culture because essentially you're tra- you're like you're ch- you're chasing after it or like you're holding onto it really really hard. It's I feel like it's easier for our parents because like it's direct link. You know, like my my mom and dad they moved from Cameroon and all of that to Austria, so that's a big part of their lives. They have so many stories from when they were children. Da, 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 da. Whereas me, um, I kind of grew up here. So when I whenever I think of Cameroon, I'm living through them, or I'm holding on to the parts of my culture that I can research or the parts of my culture that my parents or grandparents can tell me about. So if you are a European or American kid who's only ever were, had to worry about your one culture, uh, it's it's pretty hard. So when you think like what I'm trying to say is when, you, when you're saying something, oh, you're whitewashed, it's not essentially that we're whitewashed because we don't care about our culture because we're not like aware of the fact that we have another culture. It's because um like your like the place that we were born is really all that we have. In the mm-hmm. sense that that's all what we were like introduced to from a very early age. So it's not like we're we're white works because we don't care about, you know, I don't care about being Cameroon, I love Cameroon. It's cause mm-hmm. your girl's been here for a hot minute.
1: Yeah, honestly, like we can't help it. Like mm-hmm. if if you grew up somewhere else other than you're like home country like I feel like it's bound to happen I think it it also depends on like you know you can choose to like not learn about your culture or like you know that's a different thing but like if you're living in another culture like there's only so much you can do Mm -hmm. you're not living in home country you don't have like friends from your home country you kind of have a few but like you know you're just like not surrounded by people from your own culture and I think that makes like a really big difference in your life If you're living abroad, again, there's only so much you can do, you know, like you can do research on your own culture or like talk to your parents about it. But yeah, there isn't like much to do.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, Another thing I want to say is that uh, whether you think somebody is whitewashed, I've had people call me whitewashed and it made me so mad because like they call me whitewashed because of the way I speak. So, for example, i guess i have a very american way of speaking or like your whatever way of speaking and so people think like when you are well spoken or when you can like speak i don't know i don't want to it's when you're well spoken or you speak more like i guess academically people assume that you're like white because apparently people of color can't sound smart
1: honestly that that is so insulting like mm-hmm. i've had like when I moved to like Denmark in my new school people were like oh like why do you talk like a white girl like why do you not talk like this and I was like like what does that mean like a lot of times I had to deal with it oh my god thankfully not that much anymore but in Denmark I've had like the same group of boys always like do like this like um I think it's like an Indian song but they'd like sing it and mock me and you know like, do, like, an Indian accent or, like, Desi accent and just, like, make fun of me,
0: like. Exactly. And they don't even realize that that shit is ignorant and borderline racist.
1: It is. They don't even, like, care about that. They'll just, like, oh, it's funny. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you say something against it, they're going to be, like, oh, why are you so sensitive? It's just a joke. Oh, it's not just. It's not-, not. just.
0: And when it comes to, like, and it's funny because people will say, like, oh, you sound like a white girl. And then they'll, like. Like, mimic your accent. Is this a switch? Are we trading? <laughs> like, what is really? going on? People, you shouldn't invalidate people's identity, especially if you're not from. Like, I, it's one thing for a black person to say another but for black person acts white. It's not right. um But if, like, a black person, like a Cameroonian person, told me I, I, I acted white, I'd be like, damn, that hurt. But, like, I wouldn't be mad at it because they're more like they're Cameroonian, you know? And they grew right. up in. So I'd be like, kind of peeved but I wouldn't be like upset but now when a white person tells me that I act white what do you know about acting black what do you know about acting Cameroon you know
1: what I mean it's just really ignorant like you
0: don't know you don't know anything so you're speaking and it's like the basis of it is so racist and so and you're like you don't know anything about being Cameroonian you don't know anything about being black how would you know what it's like to act because they're just basing it on stereotypes
1: yeah, also that leads me to think, I don't know how to put this into words, but like when when like a person who like say only speaks English who like they can like make fun of someone from like another country like oh you can't speak English well but if they tried to speak our language they would not be able to, like English is really hard mm-hmm. and like make fun of someone for like saying a word wrong which oh my god it happened all the time at my old school you know like we'd have people that like weren't like fluent in English and you know they'd be speaking in class and like the boys in the back some girls did this as well i'm not saying like just boys but like people would just like mock their accent which is so disrespectful like if you tried learning and speaking their language you would not be able to do it like yeah, cool. um i think it could again like i said before if someone you know trying to maintain their own culture by like either you know trying to keep up with speaking the language or trying to like dress like people dress in their culture, you know, eat the way that people eat in their culture. If they're like trying to do those things and someone's like, oh, you're whitewashed, you're just like a white girl. It can just, you know, it's like you're disregarding all the effort and then trying to maintain their culture. And that could, you know, lower their self-esteem because like their efforts aren't appreciated. And like, you know, even though they're trying to maintain their culture, they're just like seen as a white person grouped with all the other white people, you know? Yeah. So I think it can affect them.
0: Yeah, I agree um that's a huge aha moment i i think that's the exact same thing i think that um it's hard enough trying to kind of um respect your culture and um pay homage 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 to your culture pay homage to your culture <laughs> um, and it's so much harder when you're growing up in a you know white uh european or even not just a European environment, an environment that's not your original you know, yeah. place, but since we're talking about whitewashing in a white environment, um, yeah. and then to have somebody try to like, devalorize that and yeah. try to strip you of your identity, it's mm. so dehumanizing and it was really like, depending on who you're, t- it's hurtful in general, depending on who you're talking to, it might ruin somebody else's day more than the other person. I know mm. that because it's, I feel like it's because my family is so, connected to Cameroon, it's so much harder for me because I can I, I can kind of see the separation. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I feel like it would be easier, like not that it's easy at all, but it would be easier if like the entire family wasn't connected to their home country, you know? Now, last question before we wrap things up. Um, what advice would you give to someone struggling with their identity?
1: I think, again, you should try if you're from another culture like living abroad, I know it can be hard. It may feel like your efforts are like disregarded if someone calls you whitewashed like, or groups you with like all the other white people, but still, you know, call up your grandma or something, or talk to your parents about your culture, like their experiences, or like if you haven't really lived in your home country, you know, watch documentaries if they're out there about your home country, do research, read articles, read newspapers like from your home country. Um you know things like that to just stay connected and don't listen to the people you know if you're trying to maintain your own culture don't let other people just group you with all the other white people because you know you still need to appreciate and value your own culture and then don't let it ruin your day if someone says that ultimately you know they don't know that much about you yeah you know you know yourself best you know your own culture you know your own efforts so even if they're dismissing your efforts just know that You know the effort you're making and you have the power to validate. Um, Yeah, but just that you're not alone. mm -hmm. Other people are experiencing it and we're all in this together. We're all in this
0: together, guys. Um, (laughs) Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much, Jihan, for joining us. Um, Thank you. I had so much fun talking to you today and I hope everybody else enjoyed listening to her drop some truth (laughs) bombs. um guys don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on spotify and share it with your family and friends and stream it on uh, stream it on all my other streaming platforms oh my god um see you next week on saturday at 4 p.m for our new episode of we can relate bye bye bye